You are now listening to Grinding True Crime Podcast with your host, Maddie Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby Gap. Police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism. The building was a scene of ghoulish slaughter. A large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts. Identified more victims and killed even more. Plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Had sex with some of his victims before he killed them. And that he was also a necrophiliac. had a practice run we had a te- <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had to do a little technical difficulty sorry about that dang it babe <laughs> i'm sorry i totally forgot i was logging there she is there's marilyn right sorry about that you guys we had technical difficulties we logged in on two separate accounts so blame it, me i it, was logged in on my phone and it, it messed us it up it ruined our uh, live so yeah we to- <laughs> <laughs> she was nervous what's going on maddie tpx how are you? And she left. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah, like we were saying, we're just going to touch on a few cases um, and uh, we'll, we'll get you guys attention, uh, not attention, get your uh, input on some of the cases we're going to touch in on. So you guys are going to have to put on your detective's hats on today and see if you see what we see. Do you see what I see? Oh, dear. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> oh man, it was a, it was it was perfectly lobbed for me to take it there. Oh god, Nita, what's well, going he on? Said Nita? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So for those listening to us that are new, uh, this is the Grinding True Crime Podcast. We we go live every last Sunday of the month. So save your calendars for every last Sunday, and it's always usually at nine a.m. Pacific time. Hopefully soon we'll be doing twice a month. Yes. Um, we'll be moving a lot closer to the studio, me and Gabby. So uh, more likely we'll be doing more live shows for you guys so you can chime in. And eventually uh, we'll probably start inviting uh, some of our fans to uh, call in. So that way you can talk to us personally. And, ask questions. And ask us questions. And, and um, you can uh, be a part of the show. So, but that's a that's down the line. Once we get everything uh, situated, build up our studio a lot better, uh, we'll make it to where you guys can call in. Yeah, and the goal is to do two episodes a week, which we're starting to get there. We're almost there with that because a lot of people said they've caught up with us. They binged, the, <laughs> binged all the episodes. Shout out to Martin, uh, my Australian mate. That dude, uh, he's binged all our cases. He's like, he's like uh, man, we got you got to you got to get more cases. I'm like, all right, man, I'm trying, I'm trying. So, um, even the old ones, yeah, he's binged all of them. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, um, he even did the uh, 
he's, he was telling me he's like he's a hey mate. He goes uh, that uh, the original Night Stalker one it did suck. <laughs> he goes he goes the, the new one the new ones are way better. <laughs> so yeah, I mean Thank hey, you, Molly. You're keeping a, keeping it honest. Uh, Molly says I love listening to you at work. Yes, wow, you, Marilyn's up to date. There Marilyn yeah. said, "Listen to every single one, even the old, the bad ones too." I, I, I think got, Sherry and Claire too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got quite a few uh, ones that's been oh, some of our old stuff. The cord is letting hooked in right there. Which one? That one's for her. Oh, sure. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Just plug it in on the bottom. This one? No, no, uh, uh, to her, to her mic. Oh, yeah. Um, but we have a, we have a, um, what is it called? A real tough one. Though its listener discretion is advised all the way, um, we'll probably have that one set for tonight or tomorrow. But that case is um, that case is pretty rough. So, just saying. Yeah, uh, Todd was filling us in on that one, and uh, he said that this one's going to definitely piss us off. And so uh, we're already getting our minds ready for that one. Oh. Yeah, it's an international case. I'll, that's all I'll say. But um, when we get into it, it's got a lot of detail. And unfortunately, it's it's one with crimes against children. So it's going to be a real tough one to get through. And, and I actually left out a lot of details because it affected me. You know what I mean? Like Like when you have kids and you go back and you think about... Maybe there was a close call, like, or you went to the store and you couldn't find your child for like a few minutes and you're thinking, you know, because I mean, my, my youngest, she would run off sometimes, you know, Lena. So <laughs> I you know, could see yeah. that. And, and, um, and, and a couple times, you know, in a, in a, one time in a Target, one time in a mall, when, when, when going to a mall was a thing, um, <laughs> she, she just ran off and, and she, she saw like, you know, like squirrel and she went over there, she went somewhere else and. I freaked out my whole body. Like I could feel tingling going through my entire body. I was scared. Oh, and yeah. when I, it, was, it was only like about a minute and a half, but it felt like an hour and a half. So I can't imagine what these parents went through in this case and other stuff. Isn't that, um, what's the name? Um, Is it Sicko? I'm going to say Psycho. psycho? psycho. Oh, I think that's, um, isn't that, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, God, what's his name from Seattle? Seattle, um, yeah. yeah. Cliffhanger before you even start. Cliffhanger before you even start. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I'm drawing a blank. What? God, what can that I... is scary. That is scary. Yeah. To lose your child at the store. I mean, you know, we were at the mall last weekend, and I was telling Matt that really irritates me. We're walking behind this family, and the woman has um. She has a daughter who's probably like teenager. Okay. And then she has a little boy who, how old was he, babe? No more than seven? Yeah, yeah, probably like six. Really distracted with his dumb toy that things kept falling out of it. And he's just staying behind, picking up things. The mom's just walking ahead with the teenage girl. They never looked back to see where the boy is. I'm like, seriously, we could snatch him right here and she would never notice. Yeah. Or he'd be lost in the crowd because it was packed. That's yeah. that's the problem. I hate parents like I, that. I hate you're gonna that go too. out with your child, make sure they're next to you. What the hell are you doing there with your kids if you're not paying attention? I mean, some parents don't even want to be parents. I, I see it working at school boards uh, at schools. You know, parents just drop their kids off like they're toys and get them a refund or something. And it just shows when you are not that uh, not that um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dang. 
conscience. Conscience of, of your little kids, you know, especially when you're in a public place because anybody could snatch them in a blink of a second and then that's it. You're, you know, your whole world is done. And that's so common now. Jeff Howell, by the way. There you go, Jeff Howell. There you go. Jeff. Thank you, Nina. Jeff is sicko. All the way from Washington. Washington. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about these two cases, the Delphi murders, and then also the mysterious Oklahoma one, the quadruple uh, murders and dismemberment of four men right now. A uh, lot of questions than answers in that one. Yeah, it just seems sketchy. You want to start with that one, or yeah, let's start let's start on that one because it, it, it's not like these four men are just like little, you know, small, you know, frail guys. They're all in their mid twenties. They're all in their mid twenties. A couple of them look pretty buff and yoked up, and and for some strange reason, all four men were murdered and dismembered, and they were found in the in the uh, water in the river in the river. Yeah, because they were trying to get to a uh, a scrapyard or a facility of that nature that had most likely copper and stuff like that, and they were tipped off that they were going to hit a big lick. And, and you know, that's slang for, you know. That's slang for robbery and getting some money. Yeah, a big or come up. Big come up. There yeah, so, th so these guys were going to the place and on bikes. Like, not motorcycles, bikes. So um, Mark Chastain, 32, uh, Billy Chastain, his brother, 30, and uh, two other guys. So actually, I was wrong. They were not 20s. They were early 30s. So they're, but they're like Matt said, they're they're pretty big dudes, and um, they went over there. The uh, cell phones um, stopped pinging in that yard, and uh, they the last thing they did was when they looked up their information. The guys had been drinking. They got that text. They went out. Then they disappeared. And then when the GPS, they were looking for those missing men a, couple, a day or two later. Uh, they found them in bags, trash bags. They were chopped up. Chopped up. <clears throat> How do people stomach that? Doing that to another person. I don't know. Some people just are evil. <laughs> Can you guys hear me right? I feel like far away. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to put some put some bass in your... <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if it's my mic. Like, first I didn't know it wasn't connected. Can you hear? Can it's, you guys hear Gabby? It's reading on that little green meter right there. Yeah, that's so. reading. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, they say here you oh, go. Okay. Yeah, they can hear. Gracias. All right. But yeah, my, my thing is this. Okay, it's four guys, right? Yes, they're all guys. going for the same mission. They they're trying to hit a lick. They're trying to do a come up, get some money, or cop, steal some copper, which is worth a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um. And all of a sudden, you're all killed and then chopped up. To me, sounds like they got ambushed and set up. Somebody was there waiting for them. Yeah, I don't think it could be just one person. Those people are big. Yeah. See, then there's an inconsistency right here. It says one of the guys, Billy Chastain, with three children, um, his wife says that he was not like that. He didn't have a criminal record. One of the few that didn't have a criminal record and said that he had money through his construction job he wouldn't have robbed anybody. So, she's actually, she's actually louder. <laughs> what you trying to say, Marilyn? We talk like this? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I mean, come on, bro. You're a big guy. You're about 6'3". I'm 5'10". Yeah. And 
I'm five three. Come on. You know what? <laughs> She's like, I can kick your ass. Unless somebody ambushes me and shoots me in the head or something like that. There's no way you're just got one person, right? Because did they arrest only one person? Uh, yeah, they only got one guy. They only got one person. No, there's no way. Mm -mm. I'm not buying it. That's why I feel like they got there, somebody set them up or was waiting for them, probably robbed them of all their things, and then... But of all the rivers in Oklahoma, they found them. They find the most shallow river to where it's floating on top, or it's not enough water for it to sink to the bottom. And the bags are found pretty recent, you know, like like pretty pretty close. And like the person who got them had no interest in really hiding it. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go through all that work to chop up a body, like you said, how can you do it to a human being? And that takes a lot of work. It does to 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 break up one's bone. I've never done it before. But I know that you have to, if you watch Dahmer, if you watch any of these other, you know, things where they dismember people, it takes time. You have to use power tools for the most part. You're not yeah. going to, you're not going to, it's not the movies where you just like, oh, and pull out a blade and chop the dude's arm off. I mean, unfortunately, as graphic as it is, people, like when we did the case with uh, the Night Stalker, he tried to chop that old man's head off. Yeah. And it, all it did was it, it, it left a superficial wound and he swung hard. So um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, and so you have to put in work. So the person obviously put in work, like Gabby said, why not go somewhere else? Go somewhere uh, else. You could pick a field, dig a hole, bury him right there, and you'd probably never find him. I agree. That's why I think it had to be more than one person because it's four big guys, you know. Or maybe they freaked out and were just like, I get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's hot, hot potato. Maryland said, Maryland Rice said, I agree. More than one had to have done it. Dexter. She said, Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're Dexter, I can see that. Yeah, I can see him doing all that. But here's the thing, though. The guy that was picked up is 67 years old. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm not letting nobody With older four than you. 30-year-olds? Come on, man. Yeah, and, and so the thing is, like, um, let's see. He had misdemeanor stuff. So either he knows something. What it's his yard. Uh, Kennedy? Yeah, Kennedy was picked up uh, in Florida, 1,200 miles away in Daytona Beach. Wow. You know what this makes me think of? What's well, them Florida people are crazy. I know it's been trending. Dahmer. Mm -hmm. That's if true. he was hanging out with these young guys and they're having a good time with a more wiser man and he's left something in their drinks, I could see it happen. <sighs> but still struggling and for a while to do that to four bodies. Yeah, it. Right now, that's what they're thinking, Marilyn, that, that uh, could be a scrapyard, the scrapyard owner. Molly said, how long was it before they were found? Five days. Five days. Oof. So they were missing for, I believe, three days, three or four days. Um, no one knew anything. And then on the fifth day, they found the bags of bodies because they were the, the police knew that with the circumstances, something happened to them. So they, they it was already like a murder type thing. You know, because those aren't the type of guys that would just disappear. They're, you know, they're not females, so it's not going to be like a, uh, what is it, sex um, crime, like they're they're kidnapped. Mm -hmm. So usually when it's guys like that, unless they're rich and they're being held for ransom, they're likely gone. Jeff liked the show. Thank you, Jeff. You know what? My dad is about to be 67, mm -hmm. and he's still a very strong person. Mm -hmm. The possibility is still there. I'm not buying it. No. Four young dudes. But that's what I'm saying. For I'm, him to be able to do that, they had to be unconscious. There's no way he could do that well, with they, them they, all they, earlier alert. They, earlier, they said that they were, they were drinking, right? Yeah, they were drinking, and then they were all bragging about hitting a lick. 
Look, unless they was as drunk as a skunk and they were all passed out, maybe I'll give you that. But even still, man. Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. They were probably drugged. Well, the only thing I can think about with, with this guy right here, because that's the dude right here. That's nope. the, yeah. Oh, no. No, he didn't do it. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but he, was by, he wasn't by himself. Look, man. the Golden State Killer at his age looks more intimidating than this guy. <laughs> Molly <laughs> said, yes, he could have. He could have caught them off guard. You oh. think so, Molly? By the way, if welcome, Sherry. If you see the picture of this man, Molly, you know, I agree that he still can, but he looks super old. Yeah, he, he does. This man looks like he's almost 80. Yeah. Unless they all were shot. Well, before. Here's the other thing. They haven't mentioned it, but he drives a pickup. So unless they unless they knew that, like, maybe, okay, he's the scrapyard owner. Let's pull him over. And maybe they found, like, blood in the bed of the truck. If it's something like that, then he's involved that way because they're saying he's involved and they're, they're, you know, they're not specifically charging him with anything yet, but so he's, he's just not talking. He's not talking. He's not talking. Mm-hmm. So he knows uh, something. He lawyered up right away. Marilyn said, were they all riding bicycles? Or yes. They were riding bicycles. Or, yeah, all they, riding bicycles. they were all riding bicycles. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Sherry, for the gift. Um, My question is this also, too. Mm-hmm. Where's the bikes? They haven't found them. Mm-hmm. So in a scrapyard, they, they could have been crushed. It. Yeah, yeah feel, this, me personally, I feel like they hit the lick. They got the lick. What they were looking for, they got the copper, whatever it is that they were looking for. And him, the uh, I think his name is John Kennedy. Was it John Kennedy? Something Kennedy. I didn't. I'm gonna just say John Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, John Kennedy and other people probably ambushed them. Kennedy ain't saying nothing because he, you know, he what he got to lose. He Maybe says he he's got dogs. Yeah, Kennedy look. told police that he was suicidal with plans to jump off a hotel balcony in, in Florida. In Florida, so he he knows something. That, he that, knows something because That's if you're gonna kill yourself like that, then you participated. You're looking at life mm-hmm. because again, they're in Oklahoma. You can get the death penalty. So he was probably thinking, I don't want to spend the rest of my life in prison. And if he's willing to do suicide, he's also probably scared of yakking. You know what I mean? So he might. Yakin is talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm like here wondering, like, uh, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Snitching. There you go. Let's put it like he's afraid to say what really. Okay, happened. let's. Oh, he's afraid to say what happened. Yet he wants to die and kill himself. Because then talk. You're gonna if you want to die anyway, talk. Yeah, but, could be but worse, people, people like that want to preserve their their um. What do you call it? Like. Certain people care what they think is going to happen to their reputation, you know. So if they do something bad, like they're like, uh, we've seen cases where uh, serial killers or people like that, they're they're not buried in a regular tomb. They're you know, I mean, people people care about their legacy, and so maybe this guy he's ruined anyway already. Yeah, exactly. But see, I think another reason why he wants to commit suicide is he feels probably if I talk, you know, they're going to find me. And yeah. not just me, my family as well. Yeah. What if what if one of those places is affiliated with a biker gang? You know, they'll they find him in prison. They'll stuff. find him in prison, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma's got ties with bikers. You know what? That might be something that what if the uh the owner of the scrapyard if it is him, mm-hmm. could be ties with the Aryan Brotherhood. Or could I wouldn't even say Aryan Brotherhood, a gang or a mafia. And those four men tried to rob him, hit a lick, whatever, 
he knows what happened or he set something up mm-hmm. to where they get murdered. Because that sounds like a, a, a hate crime to chop somebody up like that. Well, well, not only that, but, you know, the guy, the you know, if you're a mastermind in these cases, sometimes the person that just sets like, like say, for instance, when a woman says, oh, I want to kill my husband, she hires a guy to kill the husband. The guy will get maybe 25 years, but she'll get life or 300 or whatever, because she she's a setup she's the one that set everything up she's the mastermind so what if this dude's the mastermind you know what i mean and he has but he's scared of the guys he put to work for him mm. you know because maybe he'll he's scared he'll wind up the same way you know because they had i mean they hit a scrapyard the only thing i'm thinking of is they had to know there's a huge amount of copper yep because copper will copper, get you so much cash yeah copper easily they they yeah. rob at the schools for a little piece of copper at a school. They, when we used to do construction, they would take the piping. As soon yep. as you would put in an air conditioner, those outdoor units, they we had to hire security because as soon as we put them in, like at nighttime, they would they would come into the community and and saw off the the copper piping. We're talking about a copper piping that's maybe about two to three foot long, but it can it can net you about five to thousand dollars. What? Yeah, easy. Copper easy. is copper so, is very yeah. Uh, it's 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 a come up. Just for a little small piece can get you a hundred or a couple of hundred dollars. I told you what I did to make rent when I was like was super poor and I, I was I had that like part time job. No, you didn't, but you about to. Oh, I'll tell you. It's, like, <laughs> it, it's a good little come up. I mean, those heels. All right, breaking news or nothing to many people, but the the extension cords, those big industrial ones, uh-huh. they're triple uh, uh, coated of um, well, copper. You have copper, mm-hmm. red, uh, white, and green cords. So if you strip the cord and you have a long extension cord that's about maybe 10 to 15 feet long and you take off all the plastic that's around it because there's a first there's a huge plastic um, uh, copper uh, or not copper, but uh, cable. If you if you open that up and then also you take the uh, there's three wires on the inside. And if you take those the rubber off of that and you expose the pure unadulterated copper. I took one of those cables in one time and I got uh, $400 wow. j- just with that. And then when I, when I had three that were left over and I did those all at once, I got nearly $2,000. Dang. So, and they look at you weird, like, where'd you get that? <laughs> don't try this at don't home. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't, don't try this at home unless you can get away with it. Yeah. What do you guys think? Okay, I mean, see, I give good advice. Don't try this at home. And you're like, unless you can get away with it. Like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Too. you know, I, I used to come to the streets. Like, as long as you don't wind up on the show. As long as you don't wind up behind the bars. Don't listen to that. Don't do it. <laughs> Bad advice. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, um, okay, what do you guys think? You guys, there's quite a few people in here. Do you guys think this one person caught these guys off guard and killed them or do you think it was something bigger do you think it was a setup and they got ambushed what are you guys uh thoughts on this one and Marilyn says more than one for sure i agree, I agree with Marilyn on that one i i'm not buying this 67 year old man was able to who looks like 83 yeah the man looks yeah the man looks old uh molly said ambush for sure uh Marilyn said i think it was pre-planned yeah yeah, I, I just think um, in this case, too, um, here's my question, not no. to cut you off. How did they know that the scrapyard was the, the spot? I was going to say the same thing. They got uh, 
they got uh, a tip. Now, see, here's some more details that have come out. Uh, three of the four men were shot. Oh, wow. See, there we go. And then we had another details. Um, they were chopped in half at the waist. <sighs> Ooh. That, so if they're chopped in half at the waist, I'm thinking, like, they're you know, laying out on the ground. Somebody got a little. Or, or they got one of those machines where you just bring it down like you're going to oh, cut. Oh, like a little grinder. Not a grinder, but a little saw. Saw. Oh, yeah. Ooh, table saw. If three of the men were shot, then it is possible that it was just this man. Then he's a hell of a shot. He's a great shot. He's a hell of a shot. He's a great shot. If you own a scrapyard and you got metal there that's worth so much, you're going to defend it. So if they came in to do that and he caught them, he's going to shoot them. They're on his property. But why not say so? Why not just shoot the men and call the police? Yeah, when you have Rottweilers so Why too? are you chopping so, them up and putting them in bags? So you're telling me that this guy is so diabolical that he killed them. He's and he was like, you mad. know what? I killed him, but I got to do more. And I got to chop them up. And then let me fly and drive to Florida because uh, I don't want them to find me. Is, is that what you're saying? Because he, he said that he what broke, I, That's he what I'm Florida, saying, right? that if he did that, why, why not call the cops? I mean, they were trespassing. Oof. I don't know. That makes sense. I get that. That does make sense. Because that's what I'm saying. Unless they were airbrushing shot. angry, like, hell no, you're going to pay Dang. for trying to take my money. I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, there's people that psycho. Joe Kennedy, not John Kennedy. Joe Kennedy. And if it took that many days to find them, then he had plenty of time to cut them up and transport them to where he did. Look, I'm seeing right here. Uh, it says, so far, one has been charged in connection with the four men's death. Police announced 67-year-old Joe Kennedy was a person of interest in the case shortly after he was questioned on October 14th, the same day the men's body were found. So if he shot all these dudes... He's got to be a great shot. He's a hell of a shot. And then 67 years old and chopping them in half. Wait, go back up real quick. Police search Kennedy's... uh, It was his scrapyard. Okay, they they searched his scrapyard. And though investigators found no evidence of the missing man, they did find evidence that a violent crime occurred on the uh, on the adjoining property. Kennedy, who was serving a deferred 10-year sentence for an unrelated 2012 shooting, was reported missing one day after he after being questioned. His car found abandoned just a few miles away in Morris, Oklahoma. So it's another guy that was missing. No, that's the same dude. That's oh, the same Kennedy. dude. Okay. Yeah. But it, it does it does paint a light on this guy. I can't be crazy. Marilyn says she thinks it's pre-planned. Molly said ambushed. Uh, Molly said, good point, Maddie. But why wouldn't he report a theft? That's what Marilyn said. Drugs. And then Molly said, maybe it was an ongoing issue. No help from police. That would make sense, too. Yeah, because right, right there, Teresa Stevens, a family member, says um, it doesn't. For one person to kill four grown men, chop their bodies, and dump them in the river, you just can't see one person doing that. He has to have had help. And that's what Marilyn just said. Shoot them, cut them, dispose of them in a short amount of time. It's kind of hard to believe. I mean, it was five days. Well, it was, yeah, they found them five days after, right? Yeah. Five days? Yeah, five days. Uh, Jeff said, these guys all kind of look like weird tweakers. They do. I ain't gonna lie, they do look like tweakers. They but, do look like they could be on drugs. But the, they, the they, news reports we've been reading, they're like, oh, they were upstanding they're guys. Upstanding they had kids. Citizens, they had kids. <laughs> they, you know, they were hitting a lick, dude. They, they were hitting a lick, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma to Florida drugs. Yeah. Oh, 
driving takes some time. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't they find them in Florida? Yeah. They drove back to Florida. I don't know. Twelve hundred miles. miles. That's twelve hundred miles. Twelve hundred miles. Come on now. Stop it. It takes a while. Stop it. Yeah. You 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 murder four men. You chopping them up. Okay. Here's the span, right? The span. They were they were missing. It was three days where they were missing, right? And they found them on the fifth day or something like that? Or, they found them on the fifth day, yeah. But they were reported missing two or three days two later. To, okay, two or three days after they were reported missing. They found them on the fifth day, okay? So October 14th is when it happened. Mm-hmm. So October 19th is when they <laughs> discovered their bodies, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's say it happened at, at nighttime. Because, you know, when you hit a lick, it's got to be dark. Nobody can see you, right? Yeah. You, you hit a lick. I cannot talk like that. What? You, your description, I can't. Oh, I come from this. I know. <laughs> you hit a lick. Just imagine me. You hit a lick. Okay, you hit a lick, right? It's nighttime. You get caught. You get. You, you, he got. They got killed. They got chopped up. Yeah. Okay. He clearly didn't do a great job of hiding the body, right? Or the the victim's phones that were tracked to the yard. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So you kill these guys. Day one, right? Mm-hmm. You dispose of him. I'm. I don't think he did all this in the same day. I look don't think how so. evil this man looks. Look he at look him. Evil. He just looked like blah. Like no. He, he looks like he is. Look he into the die. man's eyes. I'm looking at his eyes, and he's staring at me. And I'm. I want to swing on him. Yeah. <laughs> he looks kind of freaky. Marilyn says Johnson's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he Johnson. seriously looks like this angry. If like, you, built up, eyes, I want to kill you, person. No, if you look in his eyes, because you can tell a person through their eyes. If you look in his eyes, I see a blank. Like, he has no soul. Like nothing. There you go. Okay. but Serial killers. What do you think they have? Reminds me of another Joseph D'Angelo. The, mm-hmm. the Golden State Killer. The Golden State Killer. Just as yeah, Southern people true. sometimes just look like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> you hit a lick. You kill these people. You chop them up. And you dispose of them in the river. A small river. You gotta clean up some of the evidence, right? They they said that when they went to the uh, scene, they saw some evidence of crime, right? Yeah. If you're going out all, if you're doing all of this to try to cover up something that you did, wouldn't you try to clean up the scene? Yeah. Okay, that's one. Number two, you don't even attempt to clean up the scene because they said that when they found the uh, when they went on the scrapyard, they saw evidence of crime. You flee and drive all the way to Florida, which is 1,200 miles, right? Mm-hmm. That's a few hours, quite a few hours. I'm not buying it. I'm not either. No way. Mm-hmm. Here's something other that's kind of not funny, but, you know, they were obviously doing some wrong. So both, all four men, the last time they were seen, were leaving Billy Chastine's house with bicycles pulling trailers. <laughs> Get a truck! They had a carry-all. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the victim. Hey, I used to pull my kid out of these bikes. I swear, it sounds like Stranger Things. I mean, what that was, bro. Why yeah, are you yeah. pulling the bicycle with a little wagon? Man? Come <laughs> wagon. on. What? It's, 20, it's 2022, bro. Those little red wagons weren't available? No. What, what, what okay, if they had a truck, a truck makes a lot of noise. It has lights. They're not going to show up to somebody's yard. I think yard a trailer, pulling a bike on a trailer in a dirt, thing. scrappy yard would cause a lot of noise, too. It, unless you went barefooted it, or, or, or just on feet, then you wouldn't make that much noise. But anything could have made noise. If you're going to hit a lick, you got to get in, go, and get out of there. 
why am I why am I picturing picturing the Sandlot baseball players <laughs> riding their bikes? You know, have baseball cards in the spokes. And they have like a little flashlight on there. You know, I'm just saying it don't add up. And that's weird to ride bikes in the middle of Oklahoma. In the middle of Oklahoma. If you look at the area they're in, it's a town of only 1,100 people. The scrapyards on the outskirts. So it's dirt roads. Exactly. You're riding your bike in dirt roads. And then what if you run into a cop? You're pulling like little kid trailers exactly. on the back of your bikes and you make the lick, right? They it probably thought if they went in bikes with little wagons, they'd find no evidence on their personal vehicles or with their family's homes. Yeah, no. they'd be like, they'd be like, the kids asleep in the back of the wagon. Don't don't check it. Oh, I'm not buying it. It's like you all got kids at midnight riding your bikes out here. Don't you see, Yeah. Don't you seem a little more suspicious? Four grown men with trailers on their bicycles at night with a bunch of stuff on it. What, they're going to be like, uh, they pull over. Uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Jeff said, this, this reminds me of some Tiger King stuff. I had to look up the details and I thought it was a cat. <laughs> Tiger King. It does. And by the way, Tiger King was a good show. Oh, God. Stop it. <laughs> you, know, you know, that, that guy. That guy is still in jail. That's crazy. Dude. I don't know why, man. Tiger King, I don't know. He seemed like a funny guy. But I'm just saying, man. You're on a bike, right? Yeah. With trailers. And you're about to rob a scrapyard. Get a truck. Run up in there. Get the stuff and get up out of there. It's sort How of How about get your ass home and stay with your family and don't do stupid crap? Well, first of all, yeah. some people don't think that logical, so they got to do stupid stuff. They probably didn't have enough money to pay rent, and they was like, hey, Billy, there's a, there's a scrapyard with all that copper. You want to hit a lick? Yeah. What, did, what does Todd say? All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm just saying. If, if, all I'm saying is, when you're doing something you ain't supposed to do, do it quick and get up out of it. I'm not saying they deserve to die the way they did. They did Absolutely not. not. That is jacked up. Oh, I wonder right here. All I'm what saying is, is people, don't make stupid-ass decisions that can cost your life. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, thank you, you for liking You never know what psycho is behind the plan you're trying to accomplish. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for liking the show, Avalee, and welcome RGJ58M. Welcome to the show. All I'm saying, my 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 thought on this is definitely ambushed because three of the four men were shot. Yeah, and I feel like it was more than just one person. How That's did the, my, Yeah, but how did the fourth guy die? Ooh, because I mean, they the had, fourth guy was traumatized enough to just probably you know freeze. In probably, probably the so. Spot and he was hit in the head or probably something. Probably so. Stabbed. Probably so. I think. Or what? I thought about one thing. What? Or the guy who wasn't shot had connections to this man, and in the end, he decided to kill him so he wouldn't stay crap. Yeah, maybe he helped them and like dispose. But I, you know what? I did think of that. I did think one of the four was probably part of it, and then they turned on him. But these guys aren't rich, though. They're, or he you know made I mean? them like, help him in order to save his life, but in the end, he killed him. Well, because right here too, it says they they have the telephone records that we you know we know a little bit about. But they also have surveillance footage from the scrapyard. I wonder what that shows. Oh, you know what I mean? That would be that would be interesting. Welcome, uh, Beef. Uh, Jeff said, "Yeah, sounds like the dudes couldn't come up with some rent or did the old man dirty or something, so that that dude who has priors killed him." But I don't think he acted alone. I agree, Jeff. I don't yeah. think he acted alone. That's I, what the police are feeling. And he's smart enough not to say anything because if he does say something. 
whoever was a part of the killing as well is going to come after him and not just him, his whole family. But Did it's you? stupid. Why? Nowhere are we hearing this man has a family anyway. I mean, he came from somewhere. Look, <laughs> look at the look at his look. I'm sorry if I'm being judgmental based on how he looks, but he don't look like somebody people want to be around. Maybe so. That's true. Maybe so. I, all I know is if that. If you have the nerve to try and go kill yourself, then you want to be dead. Just open your freaking mouth. Say what happened so at least these families can get some damn peace. If you want to die anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if this is going to... He might take this one to the grave. Welcome, Nabs. You never know. Look how weird and psycho the man looks. He does. He does. He does look like a psychopath. I mean, all... He look. actually looks like the guy from Waterboy. Goes, hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he he does. He's my <laughs> favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He does look like he, like he, just, he just yeah. You go up to him. He's like, oh, can I get a uh, can I get a muffler part for my uh, Nissan car, please? <laughs> All right. Uh, how much is that? <laughs> All right, fifty bucks. <laughs> he look like he grunts and smokes cigarettes. Uh, Maryland said his suicidal claims could be false, though. It could true, be. True. It could be. You know, anything to avoid jail time. You could say he's he's psycho. But and you know what? Getting he's back, he's just doing that so they can isolate him. Yeah. And I will say this, so getting back to Maddie's point about Aryan Nation, it doesn't even have to be uh, Aryan Nation affiliated. Those, like when, in the gangs in the South, especially, and Texas and all that area, um, the Midwest, it goes by race. So even if you have an issue with someone in, that's white, yeah. you can go right to the, the, the leader of the whites of the gangs and be like, hey, I'll give you a commissary or whatever, take them out, you know? And that that's true. how they can pay them. So that is true. Um, They'll do they'll do their own dirty, or they'll have one of the other races do it. You know, they'll. they'll so I mean, that it is, could be a prison thing too. You never know because yeah. this guy doesn't look like he's innocent. Like, yeah, and, and he served not. and he served ten years in twenty twelve of uh, uh, a shooting that had nothing to do with this. Obviously, yeah. So he's, he's got a pass. Jail time. So he he's got a pass. Yeah. And for so. all we know, this guy's a serial killer, and that's why it was so easy for him to do that to four men. True, especially at a, a scrapyard, like you said. He's got metals all over the place. He probably has a sawzall here and there, or something even more high tech that he can chop them up quicker. I think it's possible. See, here's here's the thing too. If you guys watch the first forty eight on A and E, they have a lot of cases out of Oklahoma, this area, the Tulsa area, which could because this oh this this is Tulsa. This is just outside of Tulsa. Oh man, because yeah, it's in the outskirts, right? It's a Okmulgee, but that's close to Tulsa. And so my dad, he actually has favorite investigators on that show. He's like, boy, that Jason guy on the Oklahoma task force, is, he's awesome. He solves all these cases. And so when I told him about this case, he's like, oh, boy, they're going to put good old Jason on this case. It'll be over like that. So he's like all excited. He's like, I hope this is on television, <laughs> you know. But um, the guy right here, he says, I've worked over 80 uh, murders in my career involving multiple victim victims and dismemberment. This case has the highest number of um um, victims and is very violent, something I've never seen before. So, this one had to be brutal. Man. Jeff commented. Jeff said, yeah, maybe has friends in low places though. Um, I mean, he owns a bunch of scrapyards. He's got to know a ton of people. True. Trading auto parts and all kinds of stuff. Scrapyards are actually a big business. Maybe those dudes didn't pay up with parts they took. So you're thinking he uh, shot him, he kept the other one subdued, and called people to do this for him. 
Could be. It could be. Paid them to do it. They owe them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Scrapyard is a pretty big business, like you said. You know, especially out there in Oakland, in the South. Yeah, you got people that owe you debts. You can wipe them away with a bad uh, doing something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you can go up like a crime bus, like, you do me a favor, (laughs) or I do you a favor. And then when I ask for your help, you help me in return. (laughs) Capiche? And where does Rocky come in? That ain't Rocky. That's I know. That's oh, Rocky. Saying, where, where, does where does Rocky, Rocky come in? in? Rocky's like, well, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know? So just give, my, give me a call because you got my number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Welcome, Crazy Psycho. All right, well, let's, you, you guys want to. Sounds guys... like Yogi the Bear, fool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, boo-boo. <laughs> oh, man. So our, my final thought is definitely it was more than one person. Hmm. Look, this guy ruined his life. I mean, why not just call the police? Why, you had a right to shoot the people, okay? Why not just call the cops? Yeah. Now you ruined everything for yourself. Now you have nothing. <laughs> You're waiting for Peter Griffin to show on the sh- come on the show. Well, well here is, he is. <laughs> what does Peter Griffin have to think about things? <laughs> well, I think that uh, I think that there was definitely more than one person on this one, and uh, maybe Stewie has something to do with it because <laughs> I know he's been trying to kill uh, Lois for a long time, so maybe he has something to do with that. If this were Lois, they would never found her. <laughs> Damn you, vile woman! <laughs> Jeff said they should make a game called Scrapyard Mafia. Oh, jeez. Hey, Jeff, that's your money. There's your money, man. Create that's, that's it. Good... Well, yeah, just think about this, though. We've already touched on the she copy. Why is it in German? <laughs> well, Todd well, Todd is German, so yeah, 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 they had to put a little spin on the flavor. <laughs> but, yeah, you think about the scrapyard we talked about copper like even the simple things like the cadillac converters off of cars those are super expensive and they're getting more and more pricier and able you're able to sell it on black market you know what i mean especially the ones that have sensors in them i mean those are expensive ass parts yeah dude. well D called house of representatives <laughs> crazy kyle crazy 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 oh. oh that's crazy kyle i thought i said crazy cycle my bad no. Well, yeah, I, I think it's Kyle, because usually it's with a K, let's see. PC, that's unique. <sighs> I actually like that one, Kyle. So I think we're all on board with this murder, or this, this we, we touched on what we could with this one, because that's the latest news right now. Um, the second case I wanted to follow up on, which is basically if you have court TV, if you have all these crime, you know, these, these local type uh, news stations or whatever, but we have, um, um, oh, wait, LGBT races about she's meaning you could get away with anything but we won't touch it now but we get what you're saying crazy yes. um but no the, the second case we're going to get into is the delphi murders mm-hmm. this one happened in 2017 we touched on this one a few weeks ago so it's 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 a, almost approaching five year anniversary which is february 13th um, these two girls were walking down a former railroad track, which was turned into a bike trail. They were having a good day. They were told that, you know, they're going to be picked up in about a half hour at the other end of the, the trail. Uh, they were 13 years old, I think, I think 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. 
they get to the bridge and the last sna uh, snap chat that she took caught a man walking too close to them from behind out of nowhere. And after that, they disappeared. Their bodies were found a mile away from that bridge. But the most frustrating thing is we don't know what happened to them, how they died. We don't know if they were sexually anything. We don't know if they were dismembered, whatever. All we know is that the cops and city councilmen and everyone involved in the case was crying at their at the news conferences. They're super pissed off. They want to solve this case. They got very emotional. Something very like and for, for, for at least not even to tell you how they died is very strange to me. And uh, the FBI got in there and provided no details either. So we have no idea. We just known that there was in the last five years, there's been suspects, the, the, the people that they found the, uh, the, uh, the bodies on their, on their property, they were investigated. Um, they thought it was always a local guy. There was people from outside of state that were investigated but there's ne never been anything concrete up until now when they made an arrest on a man and he fits the description. He looks like the grainy picture, mm -hmm. but we'll know more on Monday. That's all we know right now. Yeah, that's what Marilyn just said, having a press release tomorrow morning on that case. And Molly um, is familiar with that case and said that's definitely a sad case. It is. Um, any Anytime you're involving children, it, is, it, touches, it definitely touches your heart when uh, kids are involved. But what are your theories, both of you guys, on that as far as why they wouldn't share anything? Like it's sharing any cause of death or anything? To me, usually when people are hiding information is that they're hiding <clears throat> they're hiding somebody or they know something yeah, they're that protecting they're protecting somebody. someone. So I don't know if this person who they found um, guilty has any ties to uh, the police force or any uh, body in that uh, area. But... For me, it feels like they're hiding to protect. Uh, they kept stuff to protect. Or copycat. Or copy, yeah. What do you think, Gabby? I think the same thing. They're they're covering up for somebody. I think you have to put out some type of information to try and catch who's responsible. And when you're holding back everything and you're not really helping those families get the word out there to solve the case, then something's wrong there. You're hiding something. Yeah. I mean, because... Most of these cases, we like when we they're not going to give us all the details, but we at least know it's like, oh, that kid yep. was strangled or he was, um, you know, he was beaten, something. We don't know anything. All we know is they were found. We have the audio where they said that the audio from the cell phones could have the actual death recorded. We don't know, but the police know. But they said the only thing they were able to share is when he says, down, guys down the hill. That's all you hear. You hear a raspy voice going, guys down the hill. And I guess it may be too tragic or whatever to hear the rest of the audio. Maybe the girls were screaming, something happened, you know, like it's just, there's just a lot that I don't know if we'll know, maybe even if the trial, you know, because this is going to be, this is going to be huge, dude. This is going to be in the courthouse, you know, and, and maybe on live television. I don't know if they're going to broadcast, but it's going to be huge, dude. I mean, this is a case that affected people worldwide. Yeah. I think it would definitely be hard to listen to, especially mm -hmm. for their families, but that's like the biggest part of it. That's what's going to help people exactly. identify who that person might be. Exactly. And how, how brutal they were. Yeah. Because I, I know for me, like, say, for instance, if that were to happen to someone that I loved, I'd, you know, maybe it would be hard for me to stomach, but I'd want to know I'll what they went know. through yeah. and, and, and get closure because I can't imagine not knowing what happened to my kids. Yeah. And I guarantee if the cops aren't telling the, 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 the public, they're not telling the parents what happened. So I they, don't think so. They have no idea. Yeah. 
And so you're talking five years later, it's just all you know is that some guy abducted your children and murdered them, but you don't know how, yeah. you don't know why. No answer. Oh my God. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. That would drive me nuts. That would drive me, that would drive me insane too. Molly, uh, not Molly. Uh, Marilyn said, only the killer knows details. They don't release it. And then Molly says, yes, I agree about the protecting part. And then Sherry says, I don't think they wanted to give anything away as they had hardly anything to go on. I don't think they wanted to admit to the public that they can't solve this case. Mm. Good point. That's a very good point. So, so she's calling it an ego thing. The police were like, nah, we, we can't look bad. But, but to me, I mean, if they're putting in local police, state police, and the FBI, and you're still drawing straws five years later, that's embarrassing that's, enough. That is yeah. embarrassing, but I don't think, I think they're just not. I think it's better for you to admit you're having a hard time solving a case because it's difficult, mm -hmm. but putting it out there so people can help. That's more respectable yeah. than you keeping it to yourself and letting years pass by because of your damn ego and not solving the and, case. And see here, I'll throw a wrinkle into this one. Oh, what? No, Jeff said, well, how many suspects has there been? Three now? They just arrested the another guy, property owner, where the bodies were found dead, and another dude was arrested for having some kind of phone contact with, with, with one of the girls. Yeah, that was the, the they arrested a guy who was pretty much the, the, the town's pervert. Yeah. So he was online just hitting up young girls. He actually had a couple of young girls miss, uh, what is it called, uh, inappropriate relations with girls mm -hmm. under 18. So he, he did some vile stuff, and he was into child porn, porn, pornography, all of that. And then the guy, like Jeff was talking about, he was arrested because he was not cooperating with the police as much. They found the bodies on his property. And then, but he didn't fit the description. And I don't think he had the capacity to do a hike because he had a lot of health problems. Old. Yeah, but he but they found a way to arrest him anyway because of an old uh, DUI case. Uh, like, like he, um, what is it called? He um, violated the parole. parole or pro probation, basically. Mm. So they locked him up for that. So I don't know. I mean, here, here's the other wrinkle I want to share with you guys in this one. You remember when we talked about it last time, there was that guy that they arrested briefly or they wanted to talk to because he was arrested in uh, Colorado. He was on a hiking trail and attacked two people with an axe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he was arrested for that for attempted murder. And he had murdered someone prior. And then for me, it was like he kind of looked like the sketch. But there's, but they didn't say it. But what if these kids were hacked with an axe? Is why they talked to that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if it's a similarity type thing? Like, oh, these girls were attacked by an axe on the trail. This guy's arrested in Colorado for the same thing. What if it's him? So we don't we don't know if it's the axe thing, but that could be a wrinkle. Maybe he used an unconventional weapon and it was really brutal. Yeah. So I, you know, it just. I, I want to know without knowing, you know what I mean? Like, like I just, yeah, I, I agree. I want to know, but I know if we found out what actually happened, it's going to really probably make us sick. Yeah, unfortunately. It's sort of like that case I'm going to do afterwards. I know. But uh, knowing, uh, knowing what plug. happened lets you know what you got to do with this person. Yeah, because, I mean, this. I mean, you got to go off with their wing, right, babe? You go Regardless, with everything. Kids. Like, it, it involves kids. So either way, you guys throw the death penalty at this guy. Say, for instance, the guy they've arrested, mm -hmm. they have enough DNA, they have enough whatever. You, you're giving him the death. You're going for a capital murder right away? Yep. Yes. Okay. 
See, but my capital murder is different than <laughs> yeah, your guys' yeah, your capital, capital murder. murder. <laughs> if I was going with mine, he would suffer. <laughs> She's like capital castration. The way they Maryland kill these men, the way they get death penalty and how they die. Look at the freaking clown. Oh, um, what's his name? That uh, bastard was still Casey. Yeah, John Wayne Casey. An yeah. a-hole. He was right a before he died. He was an a-hole. And all he got was injected and then he passed out? What kind of freaking paying for your sins is that? Oh, by the way, you know how you you, you, you caught that one, right? The the tapes on that one? Yeah. Yep. So so Netflix just remember when I did Dennis Nielsen from the UK where he killed all those guys and he had the remember they found the sludge of, of body parts in his uh mm-hmm. in, in, in his apartment in the yeah. sewer? They have his tapes released and you could hear how twisted he is. Really? Yeah, he's pretty twisted too. Listen to the uh, the confession tapes. They did about an hour and a half episode of that, and man, he sounds creepy as fuck. <laughs> Look, when I saw the Dahmer series, and the neighbor lady was telling her coworker um, that was talking about the clown killer, mm-hmm. she was saying that he was the worst, and this lady is like, "No, my yeah. neighbor was the Jeffrey worst." Dahmer. Dahmer was the worst. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. I think John Wayne Gacy. Was I'm gonna worse. say Gacy was worse, and this is why they were both disgusting. They were both sick. Mm-hmm. But this dude had them buried in his house the entire time. Didn't care. Went on with his life. But he still wouldn't own up to it when he was caught. The proof was there. You're guilty. And still, he was not convicted for all of them. Yeah. And then his attitude, how cynical and how arrogant he was. Such an asshole, that's what he was. I feel like that's worse because at least with Donner, he knew what he did. He owned up to what he did and said he deserved to die for that. Yeah. That what he did was horrible. He recognized it. I'm yeah. not saying that makes him any better. Obviously not. But Gacy was so arrogant till the end. Yeah. And there's his comments when he was saying, well, you know, I paid for these men. Because some, some of them, um, you know, were like oh, male like, prostitutes and stuff yeah. like that. And he's like, well, if you go to the store and you buy something, you can do what you want with them. That's your property, yeah. <laughs> That's your property. So if you want to dispose of it, you can do that. Yeah, right. And I'm just like, yo, this man has no, like, he's just yeah. evil. Yeah, he was pure evil from the start. I remember when we did that case and I was going through everything. I was like, dude, this guy, you know, like, because, again, like, I have to agree with Gabby on this one. Uh, I have to agree. <laughs> um, Why you do that? I'm sorry. Why I can't that, help man? it. I can't help it. Uh no, I, I, I feel that, you know, what Dahmer did, yes, he had sex with the corpses. He did some pretty vile things, obviously. You know, yes. the eating, the chopping, whatever. But like the like the candy man from Dallas, the same thing that John Wayne Gacy did, he freaking had sex with these guys, tortured them while they were alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you know, and, and so their last minutes, like he's Doing things like, because remember the Candyman dude, he he shoved things in yes. there. and their your. I still uh, haven't forgot about in their pee hole. And you're talking about like like a, a metal rod or, or or plastic or something, and then hit the penis with a hammer. That's what all these pedophiles deserve. Yeah, and doing yeah, and doing stuff like this is like holy crap. I mean, you went to the extreme, and, and he and like Gabby said, bearing body after body. And what sucks is the police and, and the investigators get lazy. So they'll charge him for maybe half those murders because they don't want to investigate because you have to investigate each body. Yeah. So the ones with the best, um, what do you call it, backgrounds or the best um, uh, things that you can charge him for as far as uh, clues, evidence, you want to get it over with. So they took like half of them that they could prosecute. But then again, if you look at the records of some of these people that were found later, 
or they weren't prosecuted in court, their cases are technically open. That sucks, you know, because yeah. there's no finality. But you can tie it to them. It's in this freaking basement. Yeah, people are still finding out that their loved one was one of the bodies. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. still... Geez. And there's still three bodies that are oh, not yeah. uh, identified. identified years later. Marilyn said she watched that show that you were talking about with the... Uh, yeah, their case on Netflix, and see what she said. <laughs> yeah. I need to watch that, the one that you were telling us. Dennis Nielsen, look that one Dennis up. Dennis Nielsen, that's that's pretty cool. No, I, I'm. St- you brought up the Candyman, man, dude. Dean, <laughs> Dean Coral. If you want, yeah. If you haven't heard our case when we did it, or just want to look it up, that one still gives me chills. The man. people he did that to did not deserve it, but that's what I'm talking about. That should be the punishment for pedophiles. Well, here, let me, let me speaking of punishment. So Morocco, up until the 50s. They would have a thing for serious serial killers, sex offenders, and murderers. So we also, you know, Morocco is like, you know, I forget where it's at, but it's, a, it's its own separate country, right? So this one, I was reading up about this case where this guy murdered, uh, he was suspected of murdering 30 women, dismembering them, chopping their heads off, right? So the community wanted to have a public hanging. They wanted to do uh, or, or chop his head off, but but the the uh, officials said that was too too easy to to you know so what they did they, they had they had a gabby there Good. They, they, so oh, what they did was they they weren't johnson's they took him they took him into the public and they for about two weeks after the trial he was found guilty they would publicly whip him in the middle and, and with with uh with whips and then pour uh either salt or olive oil into the wounds so he'd be screaming and all this other stuff and he, and he was like begging for mercy right and people loved it. Like they went there with their popcorn and like, oh, this is cool. This oh is yeah. Great. yeah. I'd be there with my lawn chair. <laughs> Go on. Continue. Keep going. <laughs> Gabby would be tailgating like at a football game. She'd be having, like, can I have a turn? She's like grilling right now. And she's like, hey, I could use a grill on But um, but they wound up doing though the, the finality after the two weeks. They took them to an area and they have a name for it. I don't remember the name, but you know those, those things where they publicly put like the they'll have wood over your wrist and oh, have you like uh-huh. sitting in public. But here's what they do though. They got him nice and fat, and they put him. They were feeding him a lot, and uh, they give him a break from the whipping. They put him in one of those things where he's his his uh, feet and hands are shackled. He's sitting in a chair, and then they brought some masonry guys around and put a brick wall over him, only to where it's not covering his face. His face is exposed. His hands are exposed. His feet are exposed, but he's behind a brick wall. So, and they're not going to feed him, and people can just walk by, curse him out, spit on him, and they leave him in the hot sun. And he was there for five days before his body started rotting away because he, he, he was begging for food, screaming for his life, screaming for mercy. No one gave him crap, and he died like that. Yeah. Impelled into the brick wall. I mean, is that a Gabby? Is that good for you? That's good for See? me. <laughs> there you go. No. He suffered. He did suffer. I, I, I couldn't I stop. I think he could have suffered more. I couldn't stop thinking about you going, oh, my God, that's, that's awesome. Standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Hey, um, we need more of that. That's not fair. Well, back to the Delphi murders. Uh, the Delphi murders. Uh, Jeff said the, the, these poor girls were stalked and followed as soon as they got dropped off. I'm almost thinking that they were killed by at least two men. I don't think one guy could have mm. uh, corralled the two girls alone. Who knows if the girls' phone were traced or they pr- had previously spoke with the killers beforehand. It's super fishy case for sure. That is true because, again, that one guy, the other guy was um, found to have had contact with one of the girls. Mm-hmm. And maybe they said, hey, we're going to the, the Manun Bridge. If you announce it, you're yeah. asking for trouble. Yeah. That, that's Unknowingly. True. I don't know. 
It's, I don't know. I don't believe it was two men. Did, I think why a big that? enough guy could have definitely corralled two. They were young. He had to they have were had scared. A, he had to have had a weapon, right? Yeah. Because in, in the picture, you can't tell he has a weapon. So some, I mean, most some people. This is the thing. When you're scared, some people have that flight mode where you're gonna react, run, mm -hmm. do something. Mm -hmm. But then there's people, people who freeze. Who freeze? You're terrified and you freeze. And if you're young, I don't expect you to get up and run. True. If he's that scary. True. It, I, probably it depends on where you grew up in. I mean, because Todd's told us that story where you were followed by a guy, right? Mm -hmm. And you were what, thirteen? Yeah, about about thirteen. It was like twelve or thirteen. You had that flight mode, like, hey, no, this is this is sketchy. Yeah, when he came back again, I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah, and I ran. I had an incident where I was walking home from junior high, and this this guy literally followed me home and was staring at me. Okay, but you guys were followed by men. You two are men. We were young though. Yes. I'm but not. I'm not discrediting. That's what I'm saying. I'm not discrediting what you're saying. I'm not, and I'm not putting these little girls down. I'm just saying it really depends on where you grow up. Me and Todd grew up in South Central, so we already had that instilled in our minds at a young age, based on probably some of the things that we both went through and seen. That okay, you have to have some kind of uh, plan B. You got to have some kind of plan B or also some fight or flight in you. you. You know, you can't just freeze in danger moments because it could, you can end your life right yeah, in the air. Yeah, but it's easy to say that unless you're a person who just, your body reacts that way. But that's what I'm saying. True. I, you know, if, if you haven't experienced for me, something. me, when I have fear, I react both ways. I might react or I might not. Mm -hmm. I might freeze. Get caught in the moment. Yeah, so if but, the girls didn't feel the danger and they're used to like, this is how their hometown is, then they're not thinking this is going to happen to them. True. True. I don't know. I, I, that day that that guy pulled up, had it been a spider driving that car, <laughs> I would have froze. You would have froze. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's true. I guess it depends on what kind of fear it is, like, or what kind of situation you're in. Because if, if you have a phobia, or, or I wouldn't even say phobia, if someone points a gun to you, you know, naturally, you probably will just freeze up. I had a gun pointed at me, and you, I told you that story, babe. Well, not necessarily pointed at me, but aimed at me. And I tried to run. I couldn't get out of the situation, so I did the next best thing was hide. Hide as best I could. Um, I didn't just stand there like, oh, my God, a gun is pointed at me. I'm like, oh, nope, I, I can't run, so let me just try to wiggle my way out of the situation. I think it depends on, like, like you said, the area or the uh, the environment you're used to. If you're in a in an area where it's not really crime or you haven't been in that situation before, I haven't seen things like that. I think naturally you will react like, okay, what do I do? You know, mm -hmm. if you haven't experienced it. But if you've seen it or have experienced it, you you probably seen how some people react to it, or you probably reacted react to it the best way you think is best for that situation and in this case i don't know if you know because they said that they took a snapchat picture and they saw the guy behind them right yeah and they had the they had the video they on had the audio on, the audio on yeah sorry. On, on them and i don't know what they did and, and you know unfortunately they lost their life but i don't know in a situation like that you know two twelve uh two young girls 12 and 13 I don't know what they did, but, you know, it, it sucks that they lost their life.
but um, it had to have been something brutal too because I don't think they were. Uh, they, they might were, not even had a, a time to react. Yeah, from what I remember, I don't think there was open casket. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know. I mean, Jeff says, uh, yeah, it's true. I mean, I kind of want to think the area was a popular spot for hiking, which it was, but that particular day was pretty empty. Mm -hmm. And if you're yelling out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, like true. he said, maybe they, they couldn't hear. Maybe. But the audio says, but the audio says what? Guys down the hill? Something like that? Almost seems like there are more than one guy down there. Or one guy there. I don't know. That is the thought, but he could have been talking to the two to girls. Them, yeah. yeah. Telling them where to go. Yeah. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like the other case. There's a lot of questions. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I just know one thing. I want to see what happens on the press conference and see what, 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 what uh, they, they release. Yeah. What time is that? Um, it's most likely going to be our time, 10 a.m. Monday. So, because I think they're doing a 12 o'clock news conference. So, central time. I want to ask the audience that uh, have you guys been through something that was traumatic to where you had a situation where it was either flight or fight? I want to see if you guys had a situation. Yeah, how would you react? How would you have reacted? No, and I'm not putting nobody down or anything like that. I just want to know, have you been in a situation where you had a flight or fight, a flight or fight uh, moment? So, see, okay. So getting to what Matt was saying, there could be something that like if me and Matt were in that similar situation, you know, you could maybe say, well, maybe the girls were too frightened to make a move. We would have been, if we were their age, what if we were too frightened to make a move? We would either, me and Matt would have did either one or two things. Both stand there just freaked out if he had an axe or a gun or whatever and just went along with what he says. Or we could have been like, okay, we have a 50-50 chance. If we go opposite ways, we run, one of us is going to get away. And the other one's unfortunately most likely going to get it. it. But then do we have that same thought process at the same time? What if I take off? And I get shot, and he's just standing right there like, uh, you know, or, or vice versa, you know. Uh, so you really don't know what those girls were thinking. You know, we won't know. And, and likely this killer, if he stayed quiet for this long, ain't going to say crap. And that's hard because being a girl like that, like, obviously I was a girl. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you two got going on here? Hey, man. <laughs> what happened? Look, when you have a close friend, they become like your sister. Mm -hmm. I have one, okay? My okay. sis is not blood-related to me, but that's my sis. Mm -hmm. If we were in a situation where both of us are going to be attacked, we just will not leave each other. True. There's no way. That is true. That's and true. if one says, go, I'm going to take this one, or you go get help or something, you can't. Mm. Your heart is just not going to allow you to leave that person. So it's both of us are going out or both of us are getting out. That's a good point. So for I don't know how it is for guys, but if like let's say the man is holding a gun at both of you and says, "You run," I'm not, and you thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna save my life," and the other one looks at him like, "Go, man," or "Oh, I'm sorry," and he takes off running. Are you guys capable of leaving each other, or no. are you like women where you're no. like, "No way"? I'm not. You see, in the situation where I was yeah. in, where I was describing, my cousin was with me, and I was 19 at this time, and I was in the car. My cousin was standing outside of a car. A car drove up and pointed a gun at these other men that was in front of us. My cousin was banging on the door. Hey, come back. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. 
my seatbelt, for some strange reason, wouldn't. It was jammed. It was your panic. I, it, I, probably, probably, because I'm trying to press it so fast to run with my cousin. I just screamed. It's like, go, 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 go without me. He didn't want to leave me, but I just told him, go, you're exposed. Just run. So I see him running, and I'm still trying to get the seatbelt off, and I couldn't get it off. So I'm just, I'm like, yo, crap. So the guides jumped back in the car and circled the car I was in. And the gun was aiming at me. Like you could see, I could see him with the shaky hands too. Like he didn't want, it looked like he didn't want to shoot. He was probably, you know, a gang initiation. Like, Hey, you got to shoot somebody. So he was with the shaky hands and I ducked as low as I could so that he don't see me. That's all I could do. I, I didn't stand there and freeze and stare. I'm like, Oh shoot. Okay. But that your cousin ran. I. That's what I'm saying. But initially his reaction was don't run. He wanted to, Hey, if we going down, we, but in this situation, I understood. I told him to run, go, just go. I can take care of myself. That's how I looked at it. Now to go back to your question, if a gunman came in right now and pointed a gun at all three of us, my first reaction is, okay, how am I going to get to this guy without y'all getting killed? So if he tells you to run, babe, if he tells you to run, I'm going to think while you're running past him, you're going to either like try to tackle him or do something. And once you make a move, I'm boom, I'm on him. And I'm sure Todd will do the same thing, right? Yeah. So, like I said, it just probably is more of a mentality of where you grew up in. Because if I have a situation where I can just subdue the the uh, the uh, target, then I'm going to try to subdue it. I'm not trying to let none of my peoples uh, go out. And if I go out, then I'm going out with all you guys that's why like in some of these like school shooter type things why people got so mad at the evaldi one where you know the cops didn't want to make that first move no one wanted to rush that room first with fear of getting shot however you've seen other cases where the guys are like we got to go now and they'll rush in there and maybe take a bullet to the head but they know hey if I went out trying to, the other guys will take them out for me. We're trying to save lives. Mm -hmm. So I can see Matt's thing too, but it's just like, and, and Gabby's point too, is like, you just don't know in that situation. Are you going to be like friends and you got to stick with them? Don't hurt her. Don't hurt me. Yeah. Or are you going to be like Matt and be like one of us, if we rush them, one of us is going to get hurt, but the other one can subdue the other. It's just so hard because you're caught in that moment. Yeah. You know, these girls are caught off guard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not blaming them at all. Yeah. I mean, no, in no way, shape, or form, I'm blaming. Let's get into some of these comments. Cause I, uh, Jeff said, "I yeah, I hate cases like this. It's just up in the air until tomorrow. Maybe we will uh, get some kind of closure on this particular case. I hope so." Yeah. Marilyn Rice says, "I have not been in a situation, but I can imagine. I imagine scream and uh, scram." There you go. Hey, there we go. Sherry says, "Between flight, flight, or fight, flight, or freeze, I always freeze." <laughs> Hey, there's no shame in anything. Good freeze I'm, tag. Just, I'm just um, trying to understand. Uh, want to see where people uh, uh, um, would do. No, Molly. Molly said, and "This is tough." Uh, I was robbed at gunpoint. Two guys was at the bus stop. One grabbed my bag, and I struggled. Did not know a gun was pointed Ooh. at me. Whoa! Yeah. Well, you're lucky to still be here. Yeah, for real. Damn. Dang. Uh, Marilyn said it also depends on if they saw it coming or not. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. true. I don't. My mom was robbed. Um, a car just stopped in front of her when she was walking home. And I think two or three guys got out of the car. And they had something because he had it in his pocket, in his sweater or something. But they just demanded to grab her purse and she didn't do anything. She gave it to them, but she thought, this is it for me. 
and they took the purse. They took everything, but they didn't hurt her. Thank but you. then there's people like that, like Molly. You want to react because that's just your natural in instinct. Mm -hmm. And she had no idea what was going on behind her. <sighs> it's scary. Yeah. I mean, one of those guys could have been trigger happy. For real. You know, and Molly, dang, lucky you're here. But seriously, welcome back, Abilene. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. Unless you're there in that moment, you just don't know. Yeah, absolutely. You can't prepare. Yeah. But um, hopefully we get more details on the case tomorrow when they do the press conference. So. Yeah, I, I don't know how much they're going to reveal but we'll get into this guy and, and see his past because you've already got the internet investigating this guy. As soon as, I mean, the name actually got out there without the police wanting it out there. Because that's why they, they, I think it was Thursday or Friday, they announced they had someone in custody. And then within like less than 12 hours, his picture was all over the wow. internet. Wow. So someone leaked it from inside of the, uh, the, the police department. Does and that make you suspicious with the police department even more? Yeah, because you're not so. I mean, this is a high-profile case, and, and for it to, and say, for instance, like the one I was talking to you about prior off the air that we were looking into, that's a private case where you have to pay to get the information. Mm -hmm. If you can get some information, they're tight-lipped, and then this is a huge case. There should be nothing coming out about this. I mean, because they obviously wanted to wait the weekend till Monday, so maybe they have to fill in the families. They have to do this because you want to let the families know. You don't want to break mm -hmm. it to them when you're breaking it to the nation. Would you want to be one of the jurors on this case? No. Really? No, because it has to do with kids. I, The jurors are going to find out the whole details, and I, I you know, when we get into these cases, like I told you, the story I'm going to do, it affected me a bit. You know what I mean? And and like we do this for like a, a lot of reasons, but part of it is what we like the true crime genre and everything else like that. The investigation part of it, feeling like we're a part of the case. And, and I think that's what a lot of us tend to do. But when you get into a case involving kids or something that affects you, maybe like um, I because I've had someone tell me like, hey, man, like I couldn't stomach that case about the rapes because. I was raped, you know what I mean? And, and then it, it affected them. They had to turn it off. And so like, for me, it's, it's the kid aspect, you know, like, like when the, when the kids are affected, it's like, that's hard yeah. to do and, and to hear. So to answer your question, if I was on the jury, I don't know if I could take it. Cause it's one thing to read about it. It's another to see pictures and stuff. See it. Yeah. 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 I think for me, it would make me angry and I wouldn't be able to get that out of my head ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I would go over all the facts, and then they just go past my head. I want to hang the man anyway. But so guilty. I don't think I could. <laughs> yeah, she'd be screaming guilty in the preliminary hearing, like, "All right, the jurors have been selected." And then you know, um, what is it? I was gonna say real quick. Um, have you guys watched True Detective? No. Woody Harrelson and um, oh, what's the other actor? It was an HBO thing from a few years back. Mm. It's really, really good. The first season's extremely good. I, I don't know, but the second and third season kind of tailed off for me. But the first season, they get into, like, murder cases, and they huh. do some pretty crazy stuff. And I remember one part in it when they're they're talking to Woody Harrelson, like, at towards the end of it, and they're saying, why did you retire from homicide? And he said, he goes, I've investigated hundreds of murders. He goes, but the one that got me was a drugged-up woman that put her baby in the microwave. Oh, oh. and so he and so like thinking about stuff like that, what they see, it's like, yeah, I could easily see. Yeah, it's like Kenda. What threw him over the edge was that case with the, case with the boy, boy, with the little boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when the grandfather. 
uh, raped them. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard to think about what these people have seen, and you're talking about a, a, a seasoned investigator, you know. Yeah, it was, it was a case with uh, with Joe Kenda. Uh, what was it? Homicide, homicide de- uh, detective. Homicide detective. Mm-hmm. He was like, what threw him over the edge was the case where uh, the grandfather molested and raped his uh, grandson. I think he was like two or three or whatever, or four. He was young, mm-hmm. and he, the grandfather said, "Well, he was coming on to me, oh, and he was, he wanted to kill him." Oh, yeah, that was the one. That was the one, yeah. That was the one where he said it set him off. He wanted to kill him right there and there. Yep. I would, too. I mean, it's... You a 60-something-year-old man. I love how Kendo became the buzz man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cute. We got greetings from, uh, what is it, Germany? NS Kurt, I'm single. Uh, (laughs) Welcome. Dave from Germany, hi and peace. Hi. Thanks Thanks for letting us know you're single. Thank you. (laughs) No, I think that's his uh, title. I, I, I know. That last Kenda episode was sad. It yes, was. it was, Marilyn. It was. Yeah. Um, then he had too. PTSD of all everything that yeah. you know, happened. I mean, you do that for so many years, and you see so many cases, like the one with the uh, drugged-up woman putting the baby in the microwave. They had a case where a guy killed his girlfriend or whatever, dismembered her, and cut off her breast and stuffed it in the pipe in the of toilet. the toilet. Oh. Flushed and flushed it. I'm just, and that's what clogged up the. Cause they went and saw the blood all up in the toilet, and they're like, "Why is it clogged?" They got a plumber to take off the uh, commode, and there was her breast clogging the pipes. So they were probably thinking it was something related to the woman's flow, and then, yeah, then it was something else. That's crazy, dude. Well, they knew it was a crime scene. They found the body. They found. Oh, her okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, they found her under they the found sheet her under with the, the missing boob. With the missing, and her bo- her boob was missing. And then they saw the toilet, and it was blood. And it was the f- water was flushed. <laughs> and so they t- they called the plumber to take off the uh, the commode, and sure enough, there was her boob, uh, just, her breast. Just like the Times Square killer, you know, uh, Cottingham. He he posed the uh, breast on the the mantle. I haven't Welcome heard about Ruby. that. One. Yeah, I told you. Ruby. Really? Yeah, the one in New York. Remember, he burned the bodies too, but he cut off the chick's breast. Uh, it's definitely some pick, sick, pick, sick people out here, uh, Molly, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But um, we're at that 1030 mark, guys. Yeah, we've been on for a while. We've been on for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> but we're glad you guys enjoyed. Did you guys enjoy the show today? I know we talked about a lot of gruesome stuff, but you guys enjoyed the live? Yeah, we still got uh, to do our case for tonight, so yes, be on the lookout. Be, we got a case tonight. We're going to have to drop an episode. Yeah. Marilyn's first one said yes. <laughs> Sherry said thank you. Sherry's been around for a long time. Uh, Molly said yes, it's been great. Sherry said the gift. Thank you, uh, thank Sherry. Thank you, guys. Yes, we uh, really appreciate everything. Yeah. Um, the audience has been growing. Like uh, as far as the page, we're getting more followers. Um, a lot of comments. Yeah, we're we're just trying to get it out there. Uh, Some criticism. Yeah, Jeff said, first time on the live. Good stuff, guys and gals. Thank you, Jeff. Thank we you. appreciate it. And by the way, for all those that don't know that right here, Jeff was the one that did the Green River killing. So Absolutely. If you, heard, if you heard that case, that was Jeff right there. That was Jeff. Yeah. Jeff Howe. Straight from Seattle. In the Washington area. Yes, the Washington sir. area. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, he was Actually, he was the first one to, uh, to do. That uh, we've had someone on, right? That we had a, a, a guest, guest appearance. Yeah. So Jeff was our first one. He was baptized. <laughs> um, uh, Molly liked the show. Marilyn says, going to bed now. Thank you, uh, Marilyn, Thank you for, for staying, for staying up. up to listen. Live. Yeah, she works nights, so. 
Yeah. Abley, uh, where are you from? I, I don't think I've we've seen you before. Still finding bodies up here daily, it seems. Dang. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeff Jeff's been Dang. telling me that they uh they have a lot of hiking trails up there in Washington, a lot of forestry areas, and they are finding bodies. Dang. Still, wow. So, so in the Green River? Well, the Green? they're not sure if it's Green River or it's a <laughs> or if it's actually like... my stomach was growling right now. I don't know what y'all think I farted. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're thinking that uh, Iran. Wow. Oh, you're in Iran right now? Wow. Wow. What time is it in Iran? Not to cut you off, Todd. What time is it in Iran? New killer. Ooh. Yeah, wow. they're thinking it's a backpack killer. You think so? That's what they're thinking, yeah. Dang. It's 10. I'm thinking 10. PM. PM? Maybe. 10 PM? 10 PM. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for staying up to listening to us. Is this your first time listening to us? Yeah, we actually have, when we do the breakdown, we do have a ton of international people. We have people from uh, Saudi Arabia that have listened to us. Wow. Yeah, yeah so. Oh, interesting. so we're all, like, 12 hours. Yeah. You're 12 hours different. Well, thank you, Abley. And in Australian time, a lot of, there would be a lot more Australian listeners, but their their time real whack compared to ours. Yeah? Yeah, they're, like, in the middle of the night right now. Oh, that's right. Wow. Yeah. I think it's Abali, baby. Abali? Abali. Washington State, Spokane. Molly, right. Oh, I think Molly commented on I our got page yesterday and asking. Yeah, well, I have a sister-in-law. In You've been there. I love it. I Spokane want is there. nice. I love Spokane. But Matthew does not. Don't be saying my full name now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff said they haven't said outright uh, because fear, I think. But yeah, could be a new serial killer up here. Anyways, have a great Sunday, y'all. Thank you, Jeff. Take care, Jeff. Thank you. Careful, everybody over there yeah. and everywhere. You never know where they're at. And and thank you, Abali, if that's how I'm saying it right, uh, for Abali. listening to the show. I want to say Abali. I'm going to say no, Abali. No, babe, you're pronouncing Abali. it in your lingo. I'm sorry. Okay, Abali. Sorry. Uh, this is my first time listening to your live, actually. Well, thank you, Abali, for listening. Sherry liked the show again. Thank you, Sherry. I know Sherry's from London, right? Or UK. UK. UK, there yeah. You. My name my is, is Nigar. Oh, Nigar. Okay. Nigar. Okay. okay. Matt, Matt, Matt can say that. Nigga. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> Molly says, have a great day. Thank you, Molly. Uh, have a good one. Be on the lookout for our cases. We're going to have a couple. Uh, I think Gabby's going to do one later in the week or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so we have some more. Uh, <laughs> yes. and, and for those listening to us that are new, um, you can follow our page on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Grinding True Crime Podcast. And there you can find our page, like our page, and comment on our page. And if you are, um, if you just want to listen to us, you can go on Podbean, obviously, uh, Spotify, Anchors, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine. And for those listening to us outside of the country, yeah, I guess you can listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Podchaser. And if there's any other place you can listen to us on, let us know so we can put it in. There you go. Oh, yeah. Matt's going to be posting a PayPal account because we know some people were saying they were having a hard time with Cash App. For those that wanted to donate to our show, um, he will keep you guys posted on that. Yeah, and we also have a YouTube channel, which is going to be basically the audio turned into, like, if you've seen, like, True Crime where they have pictures and video. Um they're gonna we're gonna have that set up here next month. So starting next month, we'll have our cases on YouTube as well. If you can't listen to them, you could check them out with uh, pictures, and it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. 
So we'll be good with that. So everyone, have a good rest of your weekend, wherever you're at. Uh, Gracias. Thank you. Yes, thank you for being part of it. Thank you. And y'all have a good night or good morning. Toodles. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Marilyn said, oh, yeah, I wanted to ask Cash App. Does it tell you who it is? Yes, it does. And we and we got you, Marilyn. Thank, thank you. Y'all <laughs> come back now, here. Yeah? Peace. <laughs> Bye, y'all.